0: You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective podcast network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to Grox Nights, the Grox Podcast Live Show. I'm Randy. I'm Melanie. And I'm Jesse. The nighttime is the right time. And that's mm-hmm. where we're at. Or are we? I don't know. Let me see. Nope, it's still bright out. So <laughs> <laughs> Jesse was saying, you know, as I mean, really, if you look at the times we always go live, we're right on time. But Jesse was saying he's running a few minutes behind because he mentioned the daylight is throwing him off. Yeah, me too. Every mm-hmm. every every time the last couple of weeks. weeks. Um, I'm used to Growlix Nights actually being night
1: yeah we like in the dark
2: it's like dark dark. it's like 6 p.m. and it's like brightly lit like Mm -hmm. four four o'clock you know Mm -hmm. right
0: uh so here's what's on the agenda tonight we're gonna try to keep it brief last week i talked about limiting us to an hour because believe it or not we are having a lot of trouble keeping these shows under two hours anymore right uh so, so i actually might put an alarm on us Uh, But what we're going to be talking about, our feature topic, our feature topic is Loki, episode one, because for once, a new show is coming out weekly, and we are on the day after. We don't have to wait like a week to a half a week Mm -hmm. or to like a month like we used to sometimes to talk about a thing. Right. Two years for anything Star Wars. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to talk about Loki and then also Sweet Tooth. Have you guys been watching Sweet Tooth? Is it too sweet? You got cavities?
2: (laughs) It's a little sweet. I mean, we'll get into that. We'll get into that.
0: Oh, I missed that whole intro. You know what? I'm going to hit record on the audio. That's okay. I'll rip the intro from the video or from the YouTube. YouTube took that long to load? That's weird. I noticed that
2: uh, Twitch just sent me a notification that we're live. Wow. There's some serious delay in this tonight. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> why, is,
0: why is that guy in my mind? Uh. <laughs> uh, and honestly, like that's the main stuff I've been watching. I don't have a whole lot for the like, what have you been watching this week? Um, mm-hmm. Which is fine because we got to limit ourselves. But how you guys been doing? Got anything? Any interesting updates since the last we talked? Mm.
2: Nope. I did do my first uh in- person uh local comic book right. store show and uh I didn't make any money, but it felt good to be behind the table again it's nice. yeah, great yeah
0: I am going to set an alarm for fifty five minutes from now and then at that point or fifty seven minutes from now I guess and at that point it will be time for melanie's what are you what what why should we be or wait I'm sorry what's the segment? <laughs> Mislaining, I think I heard it called that once some, on some yeah. other show. Right. Oh, Paul, Paul, you know what? You're right. That is the one non-related to Loki and Sweet Tooth thing that we discussed talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the He-Man teaser. The He-Man. What's the full title? Masters. It's no. It's Masters, Masters of, the of the Universe. universe revelations. Revelations. Uh, right. The Netflix thing that it was. What's Kevin Smith's connection? Is he just producing it? Did he write it? Did he co-write it? Did he? I
2: feel like he's just maybe producing it, but I don't know. Is he? I I thought he had something to do with the writing.
0: Well, that would I guess make more sense, but yeah, I'm not sure. Um,
2: It could just be a director. Who knows?
1: Well, you know what I say.
2: Just a
0: director. I know.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So
0: okay, here, Paul. This is this is my thoughts on it. Uh, it looked pretty cool. My first instinct was, is it better than that? Uh, what's the name of that song though? That He-Man. What's up.
2: It's called What's Up by Four non Nonblondes.
0: Yeah. That cover of What's Up set to some very fabulous He-Man animation. Will it be better Mm -hmm. than that? Probably not.
2: (laughs) How do you, how do you improve on perfection? You don't. That's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, it looks only downhill from there, but I mean.
0: I will say it did look. It looked very cool. Mark Hamill, a skeletor? I did not realize that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller. Wow. Yeah. Alicia. Yeah, S- there's some Silverstone. Wow. Huge the voice names. Cast.
2: Yeah. K- Kevin Conroy, the voice cast is insane. And even uh even the original Skeletor came back to a voice uh Mossman, I guess. So Alan Oppenheimer is wow. even in this thing. That's pretty so cool. So it's it's exciting. It's exciting for sure. And I mean, this is a great trailer. And I didn't think like, you know, it kicks into, we need, I need a hero. And I thought, oh no. And then I was like, you know what this, that, that is pretty played out, but for this property, it's kind of the perfect song.
0: Yeah. I was actually very amused by that. I was like, it's not four non-blondes, but you know, it's got, it's, it's a little fabulous. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh my God. If they would have gone four non-blondes on it.
0: <laughs> Listen, one episode, just give me, wait, isn't it, a, is it a series or is it like a, it's
2: like a mini series? I believe. Give us a post-credits. It's basically movie. a one, uh, one season thing. Give us a little post-credits music video. That's all I'm saying. You guys
0: do. Come on. You guys should know how to manufacture viral videos at this point. It's mm-hmm. already done for you. Right. Doesn't have to be a part of the actual episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I grew up on Masters of the Universe. The, Jesse, though, you're always my go-to, though. You're much more tied into <laughs> the universe and <than> their masters. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but it looked cool, for sure. It looked cool. The animation was interesting in that, you know, just from the clips we saw in the trailer, it's not, all modern animation has an almost too clean look, but occasionally mm-hmm. it looked pretty cool, like I I don't know, there's a certain time period of, like, 80s animation, which is the early stuff I grew up on, obviously, that had a more detailed, shaded uh, comic book look, even if the animation itself, like, There're probably a lot less cells and actual movement going on, mm-hmm. um, and I oh, I miss that. So and it's 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 apparent when you see a He-Man that's like super clean lines. Although the original wasn't
2: super detailed, but uh, it looked it, cool though. It, it gives it gives me a similar vibe to the 2000s series. The way like where they re mm-hmm. they rebooted He-Man in the 2000s, but nobody really cared. And it wasn't a bad series or anything, but uh, it just wasn't the right time for it. This looks like that a little bit, but nicer somehow. And Paul just comes in with the chat saying it's pretty much what I just said.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, Oh, and they turned Orko into a beast. I thought I saw him for a moment and it looked weird, but I, I only watched the trailer once.
2: Well, like, his magic was just, like, going toe-to-toe with this. Mm -hmm. It was like, whoa, that's awesome. Um, The thing I really liked was, like, the basher, you know, like, the vehicles were were playing heavily into this teaser trailer. And, like, He-Man catches the the dino bashers. uh, I don't know what that is, a boulder, like a steel ball, and just, like, catches it and just, like, I'm going to throw the whole thing. Mm -hmm. It is,
0: I do like the idea of, I mean, because those, those, those cartoons seem like, yeah, they should be actiony, but then you actually watch the old school cartoons and they're not real actiony because action costs a lot of money to animate. Uh, it sure
2: does. And same, same punch every time.
0: Yes. So I, I am excited to see, you know, it re- realized a little bit more, uh, what's the word? I want to say frenetically, but I don't, I feel like that's not right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> K- kinetically like kinetically kinetic.
0: yes there you, go. there you go
2: I mean it could be frenetic but frenetic isn't always going to be a good thing when it comes to action that's more like kung fu hustle level oh. of, of like that's kinetic and frenetic when you got like fists and cows and all sorts of crazy stuff kung fu yeah. hustle
0: is amazing there it's is a masterpiece yeah. it, it's so good uh, Shaolin soccer is also good I like kung fu hustle more the sequel has been in the works for ages. I feel like it's one of those movies that got maybe slightly derailed, uh, during COVID, but there's actually a sequel that's been in the works at some point and, uh, someday it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Totally off topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Melanie. Yes. Uh, I feel like this, this Masters of the Universe, maybe not enough She-Ra, and I don't say that just because you're a woman. I'd say that because you've mentioned She-Ra multiple times.
1: Because She-Ra was, was much more bad butt than He-Man in my opinion.
2: But. Yeah. He-Man. She had way more uh, power of Greyskull. Mm-hmm. Even though she said that for the honor of Grayskull, she her sword did everything like mm-hmm. her sword could like transform. It could heal people. It could mm-hmm. turn her into an Amazon.
1: And she was raised as a rebel. So she spent her whole life fighting. She didn't like suddenly come into it as a man child, you know, right?
0: Later <laughs> in life. So. The, he man, the ultimate man child is the man child fantasy that actually makes a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. uh savannah says like i never do- watched any of these you were too young though
1: yeah yeah he was a baby
0: <laughs> oh there you go there you go yeah jesse. there we go
2: yeah bad gamer elite it's tuning in calling me a toy sociopath he's not wrong jesse you're gonna get a
0: bad reputation amongst uh the toy collectors which i feel like I is bl- a group I of people I you like do
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's a bad habit. It's a bad I, habit.
0: So Jesse did a TikTok video you shared with me earlier. Did you post that well, today? Not just one.
1: <laughs> yes, not it was just the, one. a oh. series of them, I believe.
2: Oh, yeah. No, the one I sent you today was the one that I did for today. That was I was amused because
0: you destroyed toy packaging as a throwaway in a video that was essentially just promoting this this live stream it's like a half second like i mean i still do that crunch and then you were off and like,
2: like it was like i shoehorned it in in the most unimaginative way
0: oh it was great because it felt like just a, like you care so little for these toy boxes. <laughs> well,
2: I mean, like it's getting <laughs> it's getting to that point where it's like, man, you can only destroy a box so many ways creatively. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm still going to do it, but. <laughs> Game The
0: gametographers on Twitch, by the way. Hey, thanks for watching. Yes. It's, uh-huh. it's so rare to get people up on, people in on Twitch. That's not just a random spam bot. Uh. Uh-huh.
2: Even Yeah, even... can I sh- shout them out real quick? Uh, they're doing a uh, charity stream, like a 24-hour oh. charity stream, uh, I believe this weekend. Correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, you guys should check them out, The Game Tographers. There's, there's like more than one channel, so make sure you go to The Game Tographers on Twitch. Tomorrow, I was wrong, so thank you. 24 right. hours starting tomorrow. Well, and he's
0: going to shout you out
2: to the authorities for the atrocities you've committed. I mean, I mean they are... Like war crimes, if G.I. Joes are actual soldiers, <laughs> 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 that's great. Uh, they say 8 p.m. tomorrow. Oh, okay. I'm assuming central time, but if not, just wait an hour. <laughs> or you're an hour late. We'll be an hour early. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just block yeah, out know. two to three hour time tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. You know what would be the best? Just go subscribe and get a notification, and then boom, you'll know. Yes. Yep. Um.
0: Okay. Well, do we want to let's let's segue over to something Melanie might have some thoughts on, and also Jesse, you have some information about that I kind of want to probe you about because I have not had a chance to read any of this. Uh, Sweet oh. Tooth. Sweet Tooth is a series on Netflix. Um. Oh, by the way, the game the gameographers said that's the only correct time. I'm assuming central time.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. We meet in the middle, obviously.
0: I mean it's not like we're in the center of okay, not the universe. We are the
2: center of attention.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, Sweet Tooth is a series on Netflix based upon a comic book of the same title by was it Jeff Lemire wrote the comic, mm-hmm. I believe. Um yep we like several of his things on this show and uh, it's a it's post kind of apocalyptic sci-fi mm-hmm. f- fantasy thing mm-hmm. drama i guess yeah. um and i'll pull up a picture but all the fun things huh it's it's okay <laughs> so the the central premise is man yeah, I
2: felt a small red. I, I can't hole. wait to get in. I can't get it wait to get into like the discrepancies between the two because I was mm-hmm. trying to explain it to Axton, uh good buddy of the show Axton, uh, how different this was. And uh-huh. and so I was like, look, this is how the comic opens. <laughs> okay, so uh on a perilous adventure across a
0: post-apocalyptic world, a lovable boy's a lovable boy who's Half human and half deer searches for a new beginning with a gruff protector. Um, that's not what I was, that's their overview. I would, I was going to say going on the show, because like I said, I haven't read the comic. Um, it basically virus wipes out a whole bunch of people and at the same time ra- for uh, like reasons nobody understands. A bunch of babies are born, half human, half random animals. And, I- uh,
1: I don't think they're quite half. I I, I don't know why it's like half this and half that. It's like a little, like a quarter
0: because I don't want to get into specific percent. 47%. Mm -hmm. No, uh, they're they're hybrid. They're human animal things and, uh, mostly human looking, but with animal features and yeah, basically they're like, you know, whatever society, society collapse and collapses. And we've got kind of, uh, you know, it's a new world out there. Um, first off in general of the show. And then I do want to get into the differences. What did you, Oh, so it's an anthropomorphic Bambi is thumper and flower and flower in it too. You can call me. Funny funny he should
2: say that, uh, because that has something to do with like the comic version, like Bambi actually plays Mm -hmm. into it. Well, uh, watching the show
1: i thought it seemed a little too sweet a little too nice and sweet um for you know the era it's supposed to be in um but i believe randall was telling me jesse that it's not quite as nice and sweet in the comic book
0: oh no oh no (laughs) yeah so yeah I mean, from the trailer, I could the trailer itself had a weird tone. So overall, I so far Melanie and I have watched the first three episodes, maybe. Yeah. Um, And Jesse, I don't know if you're still on two, but I know you had watched two.
2: No, I actually started four. So okay. So far, maybe I have to be a little careful about. I don't spoilers. I I guess spoilers. Yeah. Uh,
0: So far, I'm enjoying it. I I like the show. Tonally it is weird and I kind of got Mm -hmm. that when the first trailer when we took a look at the first trailer and it's totally it's still weird because the setting is at odds with it has this almost like folksy whimsy kind of tone. Mm -hmm. I mean it's not like a goofy comedy or anything like that, but it's got a it's got a even the look it's got an uplifting folksy look. I hate the narrator. I hate the narrator. Yeah. I don't hate what he does. He just adds to this weird tonal clash uh, mm-hmm. where he's like a, you know, like an older, almost country, you know, that voice. So I picture like, yeah. um,
2: almost like uh, the narrator from a Christmas story or something.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's, a, there's times when his delivery is so cornball where his voice almost cracks. Like he's like on the other side of the mic about crying. And it's like, that's not even really appropriate for the lines he's delivering. It's not like an emotional thing he's narrating at this moment. Also, the first episode has like, the story starts here, like in five different places. Um, <laughs> yeah, yes. So that is a little off-putting to me when you then look at, also like a a half, a, a boy, human boy, or I mean, sorry, a deer, <laughs> a deer human boy. And the hybrids are not like, particularly mutated they look like fantasy people and mm-hmm. and then you're like but also virus wiped out most of humanity and uh you know roving bands of mercenaries and headhunters and uh it's a post-apocalyptic world and uh they'll they'll burn you alive in your house if they think you have the disease
1: mm-hmm. Oh, i like i mean i don't like diseases but uh, that <laughs> disease seems pretty cool uh i, I love the like the, the finger twitch that's Mm It's fun stuff. I like it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a it. it, The virus aspect is definitely scary and well done. It's not, uh, you know, for a movie post apocalyptic movie Mm -hmm. virus thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, and they just call it the sick. I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. It's such a weird mesh. And also, they shot the pilot in two thousand nineteen for Hulu. It ended up getting picked up by it ended up getting picked up by Netflix and then they shot the rest of the series in 2020 with a, with a bit of an interruption due to covid and i'm just mm-hmm. like how many bricks do you think they crept like <laughs> going <laughs> oh, into 2020 yeah. gearing up to go full-time production on this virus show Woo. yeah
1: but it's weird enough and different enough that i don't i don't think it should
0: matter really i mean it is weird but it's also like it's not like it does have that fantasy element so mm-hmm. that helps i think to mm-hmm. make it not seem too on the nose or too like just bad timing right uh jesse what did you think of, what do you think of the show and
2: what, what, what are some of those differences how's that compared to the comic Okay, so like you were talking about the tone and uh, I would agree, like it's very, uh, the closest thing I can come up with is Harry Potter because it's all magic and fun and it, it feels like everything's just going to be okay if they just try hard enough. Uh, but there's also this like overarching looming threat that gets scarier and scarier kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So like that's the closest thing I can come up with is Hunger Games or Harry Potter, which both have that kind of, looming threat but also firmly in kind of a young adult way and I feel like this show is is kind of geared towards that since it's T V14. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that's who they're targeting this at. They're legit going for that crowd. But the but the comic. So this is where we're gonna have to get into a little bit of spoilers, I think. Is that mm-hmm. all right? Yeah. I, I mean I, I say so. Okay. So like it, ha- it happens early on in both the show and in the comic uh, but the premise is that this dear boy named Gus, who's later nicknamed sweet tooth, uh, is essentially living alone and being lied to by his father, uh, in like really bizarre ways to keep him in this certain forest so that he can remain safe for as long as possible kind of thing. And, um, where, where the comic and the show diverge is right away. Like, first of all, if you're not familiar with Jeff Lemire's art style, um, you should take a look at, like, the just take a look at the cover. And Gus is very, like, gaunt and frightened. And he does not feel hopeful or uplifted at any point, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was one of the first things that I was like, this seems really different when I watched the, uh, the trailer. Just, mm-hmm. just to begin. Yeah, well, the way that the comic opens is with Gus's dad dying of mm-hmm. the sick. Like, that's how it opens. That's how it starts. So okay. right off the bat, we're getting hit with that. Um, and then it's kind of like, you don't get any of that buildup. You don't get any of that context. They they had almost a fairy tale backstory of how this all happened and when the babies were born and all of that. No, Gus is like 10 or 11 right off the bat and his father is dying and -hmm. you so it's it's one of those it's one of those storytelling devices where we just plunk right down into the middle of it and figure it out along the way which Mm -hmm. works better for comics than for television so i know why they did it the way they did Mm -hmm. but like as far as like this unease and the threat it's with you from page one in the comic Mm
1: -hmm.
2: so that's that's a major difference and then uh like i sent i sent you guys a uh a screen cap of one of the pages once they leave once they leave the forest once they leave the cabin and they start traveling out into the real world um uh, well there's first of all there's mr jeppard who uh who is done really well and i like what they've done with changing the character a little bit um they made him kind of like a celebrity and kind of a football player, and they're obviously going to go further with this character mm-hmm. than they do in the in the comic, at least in the first volume. Um, he's he's pretty threatening in the in the uh, in the comic, and they do that his whole interaction and his introduction to Sweet Tooth in almost the same way, like panel for panel, and that was pretty cool. How how true to the comic that was. But then they go out into the world and uh, in the comic, you could see just how stark and grisly and sudden everything happens mm-hmm. in this one panel where they're like, hey, we got to go this way. And then they turn the corner and it's just like a field of bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just they're just everywhere kind of thing. I was like, yeah, that doesn't happen in the show. Yeah, I'm yeah.
0: trying. I'm sorry. I'm trying to pull up the uh, picture, but I can't I can't figure out how to make it like larger. Oh, sure. Uh, to share on the screen,
2: but um, oh yeah. Um, the other thing that is a little different, but not co- not not totally outside of things like you guys haven't gotten to episode four yet, and I think this happens in episode four where uh, Sweet Tooth uh, they kind of hint at it that he that he has these um, dreams, this imagination that runs wild, kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in the in the book, he finds like an abandoned house and uh he goes in there and he basically finds a ba- a book of bambi but it's not bambi it's you know like parody version of bambi like dampy or something like that or dandy i think it was dandy the deer and but it's so clearly a parody of of bambi and mm-hmm. so he has this dream where where dandy the beer the the deer dandy the beer uh oh, somebody's thirsty <laughs> uh he's uh He's warning Sweet Tooth not to go with this man. They're like, oh, oh, don't, don't go with this man. He's bad. He's bad news. Mm-hmm. And Thumper is like there like saying the same thing. You got to run. You have to run. So he has these like wild dreams. And uh, the first one that he's had that I'm aware of happens in episode four. And that oh, that okay. helps to kind of darken the mood a little bit. So, I mean, like I'm, I hope to see more of that. Mm-hmm. As the series progresses, because again, I've only gotten to about episode four. I think there's only like eight episodes or something mm-hmm. akin to mm-hmm. that. This is either an eight or 13 episode season. Mm-hmm. Is is the doctor stuff the same in the comic books? Uh, it is that doctor, mm-hmm. but he doesn't even show up until the end of the first volume. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, like... I don't know. I don't want to spoil the story for the, for the comic because mm-hmm. I, it's very clear they're going to be different, mm-hmm. um, but you don't get the good vibes off of that doctor that you do. No. This. Yeah. The, the doctor so far in the series is like, I'm trying to help and I, he may be trying to help, but like mm-hmm. who let's just say, let's just say there's some animals in cages
1: mm-hmm.
2: pretty, uh... pretty quickly in, in the comics. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, that, I, I, it that was one of the more interesting bits to me, I thought, um, was the doctor, the doctor stuff, you know, um, and world oh, yeah. right. dilemma and
0: whatnot. Well, and through the doctor, we kind of see in a couple, maybe third episode in, I don't know, we see a little bit more of how the society, like, you know, at least this region, how society mm-hmm. is kind of restructured and working and mm-hmm. how there's, you know. Gated communities are still well off gated communities and they've got electricity right. and stuff like, you know, so it's, it's some places it's what it's walking dead style. Just like everything's ruins. And then other places it's like kind of rough in it, but you know, rich people still got
2: <laughs> nice houses, but their homeowners association is fierce. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. that's true.
0: You don't keep mess your, with them. You, you keep your pinky twitches in line or you're in your lawn mode yeah (laughs) curb appeal i will say the show looks great they they Mm -hmm. they, i mean this ain't no jupiter's legacy all right which didn't look terrible okay but (laughs) it looked a little lower budget it looks like they put money on into this It, it looks very good and i mean if sweet Tooth's in it they at least have cgi ears they have to do in every shot and it always looks pretty good. Never looks floaty. Maybe they have like, uh, some little prosthetic bits they have on and then they just add Mm -hmm. movement through CG, but the show looks good. I, I thought so far.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited. I want to see some more animals. That that's one thing. Like we haven't
0: seen like any others that we know of that are of his age. And Mm -hmm. we keep getting told that like him talking is rare is, is like not a thing that hybrids do. They apparently don't talk and are looked at as more of an animal than a human. Um, Mm -hmm. even though they were birthed by human people, by human ladies. Yeah. So
1: whatever. I'm excited. I kind of hope it is some weird, like 12 monkeys type thing where, you know, they're like, kill all the humans, save the animals. And it was like manufactured and let loose. That'd be great.
0: Oh, also, even in the post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic world, gamers—I should say TV gamers—are always going to look like TV gamers. And what I mean is, in TV shows, gamers have the coolest pad. All not, all lights are neon. Uh, mm-hmm. They only play VR in a group, standing, yelling out order like commands in person. Uh, the TV version of what like a gamer group is is the most like ridiculous. I was like, it's 2021 and we still have like 90s versions of what gamers are. It's Mm -hmm. so, and I'm sure there are groups of gamers that will get together and like yell out cheesy catchphrases and, you know, the military type slang while they're playing their games. I I know that happens, but it's just as cringy in real life as it is in a TV show. So,
2: (laughs) It had such lost Bo- uh, Lost Boys vibes too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Man, if, if Twitch streamers were also uh the Lost Boys and and Furries, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> is this this is the future the furries want.
2: Uh, so. <laughs> I, I think so. They immediately make Gus their king. Yeah. Where the where the wild things are much. <laughs> Uh, Savannah said, by the way, destiny
0: players. Yeah. I believe that. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, what time is it? Oh, okay. Any other thoughts on sweet tooth? Yeah. I also am looking forward to watching some more and I am very curious to check out the comic. I don't know why I hadn't thought about it, but Jesse a couple days ago mentioned that you had read it and I was like, Oh, I should. And I was like, you know what? There's only a couple days and I'm curious to hear what Jesse thinks of the differences. So mm-hmm. Maybe by the time we discuss more episodes, I'll have checked it out.
2: It's such a fast read because Jeff Lemire, remember, it's all about the art. Like right. so much of the storytelling happens on the faces and whatnot. So like, I think I, I think I read that whole first volume in the time it takes to watch an episode or, or an episode and a half. Oh, right. Okay. Interesting. Also, that and I would, dad- I'm probably going to keep reading too, because it's like, it leaves you on that that cliffhanger, that perfect trade volume one cliffhanger. Mm -hmm.
0: That kid's dad in the TV show, the TV show version of his his dad. He's an idiot. What was he He prepared his son for nothing? Like he, Mm -hmm. the the kid was not equipped to deal with anything. If the whole lesson is like hide from anyone, anything. And Mm -hmm. he, I'm sure he didn't know some things, but like, he didn't really teach him the correct ways to do a bunch of stuff. And then it's like, oh, yeah, no, I mean, if you want the kid just to live in this whole plot of land for the rest of his life, he's not going to ever see another human or person or thing that he can communicate with. Uh, at least maybe prepare him to be self sufficient. He was not.
1: Mm-hmm. Like how to farm his food, mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know? Right. Yeah, I know.
0: I agree. Okay. Let's talk. About Loki. Um, okay. Loki, based on L- Loki, uh, Marvel <laughs> Comics, <laughs> Marvel, Disney Plus is Loki series. If you don't know that that's a thing that's happening, you probably aren't interested. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's just jump into it. Uh, what do you guys think? One of you guys take the lead. I don't care. What you guys think?
1: I loved it, but we all knew I was going to love it anyway, because Loki has been my favorite character for a long time.
0: Right. What about you, Jesse?
1: Actually, he, oh. I loved Loki even before Marvel made a movie about with him in it. So
0: there you go. Well, I mean, obviously there's like the movie. This episode brings up interesting things about the movie version of like, what? where's the mischief? You know, it's basically just a horrible murderer. And, uh, and to be fair, to defend all the fangirls that, Became rabid Tom Hiddleston fans. That's his name, right? Uh, yes. He's a char- charismatic and sometimes humorous mm-hmm. horrible murderer. <laughs> um, but the show, scamp. the the scamp bit, as yeah, the show has this great a bit, great stuff about it just yeah,
1: he's just being a scamp. Well, you know, Randy, there are women that like are in love and marry serial killers. So
0: Loki's well, just not that bad. Um he's got I'm not magic sure about that argument
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that argument uh passes the sniff test but
0: oh Savannah for being in the future there's uh sure a lot of garbage MCM designer furniture oh the setting is a whole thing uh mm-hmm. and she also says immediately when I saw Owen Wilson I yelled out, wow yeah <laughs> yeah I
2: I loved it I loved it I thought he's it was so great he's so He's so good in it too, Owen Wilson, but Mm -hmm. but like, yeah, yeah. yeah, everything about it, you know, and people have been comparing it to Umbrella Academy and I, I'm there for it. It, it, it is. And, and, uh, the fact that Owen Wilson's character is named Mobius Mm -hmm. and that, the place looks like a Mobius painting. I don't know if you guys are familiar Mm -hmm. with Mobius, the Mobius artwork, but like, that looks like the kind of city that Mobius would have designed. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I it I love the it, I think when Melanie and I were talking about it after Umbrella Academy came up, because there's obviously there's the time bureau type thing, mm-hmm. um, which isn't unique to, you know, Marvel or I mean DC has their version of that and Umbrella yeah. Academy, whatever world that takes place in. Um, but I love the retro style, the specific 50s, 60s, uh, mm-hmm. retro style, the rusty orange, yellow, brown color scheme, mm-hmm. and the city, which was so like crisp and sharp and over busy that it like mm-hmm. is unpleasant to look at, but it looks amazing because it looks like an old 50s sci-fi cover, sci-fi novel cover. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looks like ridiculous. Uh, sci-fi artwork that could never exist and that's where this is and uh I loved it and I liked Hiddleston in it Um I kind of like I'm sure he won't be intense every time Loki is a fun character he mm-hmm. is weird because like sometimes he's supposed to be the villain but he's still fun and sometimes he's just fun but actually uh, maybe a little mischievous in a people probably gonna die way, <laughs> but, but they do a clever thing of, cause I was unsure. I was like, well, this version of Loki can't have all the character development that we had. This is the first version of, well, no, that was Thor. Thor was before Avengers, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is like immediately end of Avengers one Loki. Um, mm-hmm. So I was curious how they're going to handle this character. And I feel like just this first episode they push his char- they push a lot of character development, but also just kind of push his character in a different direction uh, real hard and in a way mm-hmm. that's like it's quick, but also like that kind of makes sense. They kind of break him right. a couple times in this episode. Mm-hmm. But it's still fun, even though they're breaking him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like that moment where his tape runs out. Mm-hmm. Like he's watching his greatest yeah. hits and then the end of file and it's like a literal like projector reel kind of thing. <laughs> yes, just, yes. Just clap, mm-hmm. clap, I was like, that is crazy. Mm-hmm. That would I think that would break any person who was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's how it ends. It's over now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I real quick.
1: Savannah had said uh, that she kept calling the one guys time Lords. Ha ha ha. And there was a part in there where they ran into some room and I'm like, oh, are they going to go get into a TARDIS? Because it kind of kind of looked like that. But um, they are not, in my opinion, very good at their job. If there's all these variants and multiple variants of certain peoples, you know, running around, um, they're they're not they're not any good at keeping this one timeline. And uh, I, again, I don't want I I have issue. I I don't like the time control idea. Um, so I hope it, I hope it all burns down, even though it's cool looking.
0: The concept of the show does directly address something that I was talking to Melanie about before we started the episode was like, I mean really, since they specified explicitly that changing the time creates like time like branches in time, alternate mm-hmm. universes basically um or ultimate, yeah, alternate dimensions, I was like, so really. The Avengers we get at the end of, you know, uh, Endgame, I guess, (laughs) those aren't the Avengers you start with throughout the movies. Like, all them, they all still died or got disintegrated. Like, the Endgame didn't really fix anything. It just, like, Mm -hmm. screw those versions. We're new versions that are going to, like, over here, we're okay. Um, Yeah, Make, make a new branch to live on. And that kind of, di- this show directly deals with that. It mm-hmm. doesn't change that. But apparently, the Avengers screwing with time was okay because that's part of the one true time stream, which maybe right. is a little, I mean, of course, you're getting into time again, but a little meta too. Like, well, that's the what, one what that matters. It? That's the one that the
2: time controllers want. That's mm-hmm. that's what they said is like, um, or, or that people have I don't remember who who said it, but it's essentially the reason the end game works is because the Avengers were allowed to affect uh, time travel within the true timeline. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. if they had created that other splinter, like when uh, the ancient one was like, no, you can't do that because that will create this and that means we're all over here. Um, It had to be a closed loop, Mm. essentially, the way that they were traveling. So it makes me wonder... Uh, and and that's why so why that's important for a lot of MCU nerds is that means that Peggy has always been married to Steve Rogers within the true timeline otherwise right. it wouldn't have worked right yeah no i suppose you're right
0: i don't know uh I don't, but... one of my favorite my other favorite things other like there's two main moments where like that kind of turn Loki in a new direction or a different direction by the end of the episode. The one being the end of file watching through his time or his, what happens to him in the rest of the movies, the right, the proper timeline. And the other being getting the Tesseract back out of the geyser drawer and then just (laughs) finding all these infinity stones. And for a moment, he's like, you know, he just found multiples of the same infinity stones, just different infinity stones just sitting around in this office desk and uh, he's like, what you have all these. And he's like, Oh yeah, we got tons of those. You know, some guys use them for paperweights and like just that moment of like defeated crushed. Yes. It's like, cause that his whole life's like goal of like hunting down these super powerful things to, and then he's like in this place where they're, he says it later that they're just like, they're they're useless they're meaningless or they're you know they're just they those super powerful things in this place like don't compare they're just like eh, whatever
2: right right they're so disconnected from what the rest of reality is too that he he threatens to gut him like a fish and he doesn't know what it is (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) great
0: oh yeah no he he definitely what's up harlem night What's going on?
2: Hey, Harlem night is also from TikTok. Thanks for coming people. in. Yep. Yay. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was great.
0: Um, mm-hmm. Where do they get people from? I wonder, do they just like go to
1: different random times and they're like, you know what? I think you would do good in our little time uh, bureau. We're going to snatch you out. Cause I, I don't know. Maybe you die later today in a plane crash. So nobody will know. And then come in, Come and work with us, even though you don't know what fish are. You know, I don't they, know. It's uh, that's kind of stuff always interests me. Well, yeah, I,
0: I, I was curious about that, and they they address that in a way that actually raises more questions. Because yeah, the one guy he threads this, this random guy worker there is like, I'm going to gut you like a fish. He's like, What's a fish? And uh, he's like, How do you not know what a fish is? He's like, I live behind a desk. I've lived my whole life behind <laughs> a desk. So like, yeah, wh- what? Why?
2: How? I think they implied. It? I think they implied that these uh, workers were actually created by the the whatever, the three oh, cosmic whoa. entities that uh, govern time.
1: Hmm. So they're not real people. They're like homunculi or
2: something. Right. So I'm, I'm curious about that. I, I'm hoping that they're, they're going to explore that a little bit further because that was some of the most interesting parts of it. Because you had people like Owen Wilson's character who seems to be like, I don't know. Uh, like he he seems to be a little more flexible than than the rest right. of them. And then the rest of them are just like, like the one gal is just like doing her job and she's kind of sick of it too. Like just mm-hmm. trim the timeline, which also makes me think like, like you, you think about quantum theory, you think about the multiverse and mm-hmm. how it works. These people are working nonstop, just trimming timelines, just like oh, that's got to go. That's yeah. going to go. Yeah. That's mm-hmm.
0: going to go. Uh, Jesse, you mentioned earlier... Owen Wilson and Owen Wilson is—I don't hate Owen Wilson, but he's not somebody I'm I've generally been like a fan of. It's like okay, I mean, he he does his thing. He has a certain thing, right? I like him though in this role a lot because he plays it. He's just so like nonchalant and relaxed and cool and level the whole time, which is kind of great. Just the way he plays that against. Uh, Loki interrogating him and just like no oh, I mean
2: mm-hmm.
0: he's it's I don't know he's really good in this and also it's been ages since I seen him in, seen him in anything so it's interesting to see an older uh Owen Wilson and mm-hmm. as Melanie pulled out <laughs> pointed out um <laughs> I knew somebody was going to get a little <laughs> chuckle out I'm of that sorry as uh, melanie pointed out Owen Wilson in a TV show like yeah he's one of those right. actors that other than maybe a cameo role, I can't think of him doing hardly like any TV, if any TV shows at all. Mm-hmm. So, so Disney, it's fun. Disney buys everyone eventually.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <sighs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. There's, it's it's an interesting concept, and it offers kind of a lot to dig into, if you're a Marvel cinematic universe nerd for sure. And I'm sure that'll tie more into it, but also just as a sci-fi nerd and as a like, you know, time somebody as a person fascinated by time travel, there's a lot of interesting concepts to dig into really. Mm
2: -hmm. Do you guys want some salty bits?
0: Sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So the first salty bit, uh, the very first scene that we see owen wilson in uh where he's he's taking care of a you know well it's it's a it's a variant timeline but it's also a variant timeline that is crime scene so he's on the scene of the crime and then they're mm-hmm. going to prune that timeline and um he asks this little girl who who did this right, right. Mm-hmm. you know who did this and they look at the stained glass window and my brain i i immediately go to well that's that's obviously a reference to loki right well a lot of people are turning that into mephisto because <laughs> it's the literal devil it again like why why oh,
0: people are so they can't Mep- people are so hung up on getting mephisto in this like why Again, we're gonna get this. I don't huh? know.
2: I don't know. I, although I will admit, like everyone was so sold on the Mephisto angle in Wandavision that it would be a really clever bait and switch to just throw him into this for no apparent reason. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. then have Loki pitted against the literal devil. That could be fun. The god of mischief and the king of hell. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy.
0: I enjoyed the themes of uh, like free will uh, obviously There's a heavy mm-hmm. and not like oh yeah subtle theme in this um not subtle but it, one thing I think Loki's still a liar he enjoys hurting people I don't care about his speech at the end where he's like no that my mischief is that I play like I like hurting people it's like no dude I, just, like, five minutes ago, you were ha, you had a smile on your face as you were time-jumping that one guard lady from uh, uh, Lovecraft Country, jumping mm-hmm. her around the room. You were enjoying messing with her, and he didn't know that could have killed her, for all he knows. So, like, right. Right. he is still sadistic, uh, but they're trying to do something with his character to make him less of a murderous villain after showing him, like, the horrible ways he's killed people throughout the movies, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh well <laughs> oh, I'm just catching th- I'm sorry I caught up on Paul's last comment I was very confused for a moment but as for a few from a few minutes ago of course I want I'm say.
1: pretty sure everyone in the Avengers has murdered some people doing their you know job or whatever so I don't I don't know why everybody's so hung <laughs> up on Loki having killed people I mean that's they all do that's what that's what you do when you got superpowers I think you do it accidentally even sometimes but yeah, yeah, it doesn't make
0: him a bad guy. I forgot about the one where he stabbed that lady's eye out. What was that one? Like, that
2: was unnecessary. He's taking an eye to get access to something, I believe. Yeah, so
0: he needed it. But he can turn <laughs> into, like, he can change his appearance.
2: He can't just, like, make his
0: eye look like her eye? Not to a scanner. Come on, Randy. Uh huh. Magic is real, <laughs> magic is real inconsistent in this world. It's iffy. It's iffy.
2: So here's the other salty bit yes okay it's been i think it's pretty common knowledge that we're going to get different variants of loki and they even hinted that in this like spoilers they hint at the fact that uh there's another there's going to be more than one loki that we're going to see in this series and one of the ones that's uh been a little bit controversial and i don't know why is she loki and people are saying that this is um I, I'm assuming because it's also Pride Month right now as we're recor- as we're recording, that the fact that Loki is a gender... Fl- people are calling it gender fluid, right? Because he's a female uh, in one iteration. But really, like, Loki is an Asgardian god of mischief. He doesn't even, like, gender, for the most part, doesn't even enter his purview. Mm-hmm. Are, there are people who are mad about it, like, or they're like, we're forcing it on kids. I'm like, not any worse than She's the Man, Mulan, mm-hmm. uh, Mystique transforms into everything under the sun. That's all yeah. just
0: SJW propaganda, Jesse. Those are
2: female characters, and they can do it, because they need to be men in a man's world. <laughs> <laughs> people are so
0: like weirdly oversensitive to that. Uh, we didn't, we're not doing news. And we're so the, the Sandman. Uh, but if you follow like any outrage on Twitter, you've seen the Sandman right. stuff. Um, anyway. It's a what if story. Right. What if stories essentially like they've always done that. Like what can we change about a character? What would be, what would be crazy? Mm-hmm. Gender is like what, I mean, maybe now it's, Weirder to do that as just like an, it's weird, but not because of the sensitivities of the people who are outraged by it, but because of sensitivities of the trans community, maybe. But like that's that's such a basic, like obvious, like whoa, a female Loki, sure, okay, yeah. What if stories do it? Never,
1: it doesn't even matter. He's a he's a shapeshifter, basically, so he could be anything he wants to be. It doesn't doesn't have to have a gender at all. I don't understand why it's even an issue with a character like that. I mean, it shouldn't be an issue either way, but especially with a character that can change his appearance at will. It doesn't matter. You know,
0: I appreciate Jesse that both of your points of contention, your your salty, uh, salty bits, salty bits really had nothing to do with the show itself. It was people's ridiculous reactions to various aspects, various possibilities of the show. Not even. Also,
2: we're like even if we take the Asgardian bit out of it, like if we if we just assume that like Loki is supposed to be a man, kind of thing, Mm -hmm. which I don't, which I don't. But even if we assume that, we're dealing with a multiverse here. Mm -hmm. Like that's the crux of this: is that there's not supposed to be a multiverse. Well, in a multiverse, there is a universe where I am a female, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: right? And that's what this could be. Haven't these people watched Sliders? Because
1: if they did, they would know.
0: Right. Right. Sliders.
2: <laughs> I love- not, not nearly enough people talk about Sliders, but Maybe we too. like to. <laughs> <laughs> sliders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Whisper, so good. At least Sliders pre-season four.
0: Yeah, that's the yeah. thing with Sliders. Mm-hmm. It took a dump real hard after a couple <laughs> of seasons. It's one of the yeah. first shows I can recall that I watched regularly when it like back in the day mm-hmm. that took just a horrible nosedive to the point where I was like, "What happened to the show?" and stopped watching. That's one of the first shows I can recall mm-hmm. that, and also the X-Men lo- animated series. Hot take:
1: They lost too many of the original characters, and then they focused on the chromags way too much. That's what happened to it, right? But yeah.
2: It stopped being so much about like alternate dimensions and more about like being, I don't know, Ballstar Galactica or something. Yeah, right. exactly. Right.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Any other thoughts on, on Loki? We're doing good on time. What time is it?
2: Yeah. I mean, we really cut, ca- <laughs> we were, we were for one episode, which is all we got. We really kind of dove in. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I
0: mean, we covered all most of the main things. I'm sure there's little things, but yeah, it was, oh, we didn't talk about the DB Cooper thing. I'm a little surprised at how much of just like a one-off throwaway thing that was. And also I guess it makes sense, but at first I was really thrown. I was like, wait, that would have been well before they came to earth yeah. for blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh yeah, they have the rainbow bridge though. Of course they probably came to earth at some point. Mm-hmm, and, right. uh, so the, you know, it was a throwaway amusing little tale, I guess. Yeah. Um, all because he lost a bet to thor. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: I didn't that it made sense that way. It's like, "Oh, it was a bet." I like stuff like that. It hints at like it's like in Ragnarok, aka the best Marvel thing. Uh <laughs> ever, yes. Don't fight me. I don't care.
2: <laughs> don't add <at> him. Don't <laughs> You're not at Randy. change my mind.
0: <laughs> uh the stupid story about how he like disguised himself as a snake. And then you know, uh turned back into Loki and, and stabbed him, or something like you know he I love the little <laughs> tales of him messing with Thor when they were younger that makes them feel mm-hmm. that makes Loki seem more Loki like yeah, than right. any of the like movie villain stuff we we've seen him do hearing the t- tales of him just doing maybe not innocent uh, little scamp stuff, but more along the lines of mischief. yeah, I like that, yeah. All right. Hey, Melanie. Yeah. What should we be amazed about?
1: Okay. So it's another graphene uh, discussion, but... Um,
0: we love graphene.
1: Mm-hmm, we do. Yeah. A study published recently in Nature Communications uh, is telling how they made HDDs or um, hard disk drives Uh, With graphene that uh, multiply their um, space, The what do you call it, you know, how much space they can save on there uh, tenfold. So, uh, and let's see, the thickness was reduced from 2.5 nanometers to around 3 nanometers, which corresponds to one terabyte per square inch. So... Basically, they made hard drives, not solid state ones, though, but still um, hard drives that are going to be able to hold way more information. Um, and now, since uh, they have found another way to make graphene much cheaper and faster, um, this might actually be something that can they can start producing and pumping out there hopefully soon.
2: Yay! Yeah. I want a graphene computer now.
0: Just <laughs> totally made out of graphene. That would
2: be the most expensive computer ever.
0: It's kind of interesting. I was listening to, or I was watching some YouTube video earlier about, I don't know, some game developer guy talking about Unity 5, the new version of Unity, which is a popular game engine. Mm -hmm. And like one of the features it introduced, Nanite or something, uh, makes it possible to render just tons, like way more like uh, geometry in a scene than before because it's got some clever trickery with like, what not to render so that your a computer can actually handle it anyway mm-hmm. point point is and why it ties into this kind of is he was saying so essentially because that you like they they don't you know they don't have to be as concerned about poly count like they can have incredibly high uh super detailed 3D models he's like the bottleneck at this point is for games isn't like processing poly the like how much you can have in a scene or in an environment it's storage, games are too big. They're like, mm-hmm. cause those models are huge. And yeah. so now the trouble the developers are having is figuring out, figuring out how to make games smaller so that it's actually plausible to install on your device or download mm-hmm. or whatever. And the hard drive thing remind me of that. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. so storage, like that is one of the next kind of, I mean, when v- video card prices finally come down, Uh, storage is kind of one of the next potential bottlenecks for Mm -hmm. limiting, like what you can do in games and stuff.
1: One of these days we get, we're going to just have to start storing everything on DNA because you can restore ridiculous amounts of information there. I know. And it's something that they're working on, but I don't think we're really all that close to it. But, um, I don't think they did put a movie on some DNA, but it, you know, Hmm that takes up such tiny little space because it's folds so well. Um,
0: Wait, they put a movie
1: on DNA. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I think it was snow white or something. I can't remember. Um,
2: Would have been funny if it was Jurassic park.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just just to mess with future people. Be like, okay, whenever you die, we're going to put you in some sap for the future.
2: (laughs) For the future. Do, were, were we able to make dinosaurs out of this? No, but we were able to watch <laughs> Jurassic Park.
0: It's No, it's even better. It's going to be super elaborate, uh, long term Rick roll. The future they download it or they extract it, encode or de-encode <laughs> the DNA. And it's literally that uh, whatever was it, Rick, that music video.
2: That people yeah, use for <laughs> <laughs> see, I was thinking like all it is is just the clip of Jeff Goldblum saying, "Life uh, finds a way," <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then a human jumps out of the closet and punches the future alien in the face. Uh, I can't believe I forgot this segue during our sweet tooth talk. So one quick thing, uh, this is maybe something you should be amazed about. How about this? This is apparently okay. a news story uh, because it was ran. By USA Today. Here we go. Oh. That's Boom. one of our better sources. Real front page oh. <laughs> that went out. This is real. They actually wow. ran this. Uh, Yeah. That's Look.
1: hilarious.
0: Wow. So, <laughs> it was an ad, obviously. It's an ad for Sweet Tooth.
2: A front page ad. Wow. Front page ad.
0: I most i feel like most people talking about this kind of put the blame and i feel like blame is appropriate put the blame mm-hmm. on the new newspaper which i agree with some people put it on netflix i'm like dude netflix is a company if you're like front page ad on or we'll let you run a full page ad on the front uh they're she, okay yeah And they're going (laughs) to think of, like, they're going to Netflix it up. They're going to think of the most, like, potentially viral crazy thing they can, and it's let's make it look like actual hybrid babies are being born on the cover of USA Today magazine or a newspaper.
1: I know people are dumb, but it says advertisement right there at the very top of all of it.
0: Yeah, but you you see that you walking down the street. That's not what you see. You see hybrid (laughs) babies born across the U.S. with the picture of this uh, with the sweet tooth. It's
2: this might be this might be like uh, that, you know, like the Super Bowl ads are basically the high watermark of advertising for traditional media. This might be just below it. (laughs) Like, now (laughs) I'm a little afraid of what (laughs) other companies will do with this because if USA Today is willing to
0: give you the front page, I, I, Paul, Paul, Paul has nails it this is trolling at the highest highest level i i mean i don't know maybe they don't care but people were not happy about this and it and i would agree that it makes usa today look bad and yes it's an advertisement and this isn't the actual i mean that's how it was presented that's it it was basically a cover or a wrap or whatever so then you remove that and you get the actual front page Oh. Uh. But, I mean, so the front page is now page two, really, because I don't care you call it a wrap or not. That's the front page. That's what people are seeing on the news shelf, on the uh, whatever, the newsstand. Uh, I think it's – if you're trying to be up here as a reputable news service, and I think any news service that considers itself so should be concerned about that in a post-Trump president world – don't run headline front page headline ads it's not a good idea
1: well it's just a little mischievous you know they're <laughs> <picking up laughs> crazy, just, you
2: know? just scams <laughs> little scamps.
1: yeah those,
2: <laughs> those <laughs> interview those news reporting scamps. yep uh god it even goes on with some
0: stories about like right. fake stories exclusive photos inside i mean i know it's an advertisement but it just makes it look like a like a bat boy
2: tabloid thing you know Mm -hmm. it does but it's super meta and i super appreciate how the news just made the news that's a good point
1: very fun
0: i mean what i to be honest i don't know the last time i ever if ever really thought that much about the usa today newspaper
2: but right mm -hmm. right got us talking Mm -hmm. all right
0: so yes just over an hour, but we are we we did it. I sorry did I forgot it. that story earlier. Good but. job, guys. Um, Jesse, anything to tell anybody about before we go? Got anything coming up?
2: Nope. The only thing I was going to pimp, I already pimped.
1: Okay. Well, did you did you ever hit your thousand people?
2: I did. Yes. Now <gasps> oh, I can do goodness. lives. Uh, I actually I went live with uh with Bad Gamer Elite, who is uh, the gameographers on our uh twitch oh. followers tonight uh-huh. uh and i went uh dual live with my buddy ben which was mm-hmm. kind of my goal in in yeah. the first place i was like yeah i want to be able to do that how, <laughs> so i the, need a thousand followers how yeah the, that
0: works how do the live videos work on tiktok like how long are are, 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 are can you go live for a minute <laughs> it's tiktok right clearly oh yeah, I mean, man, yeah, doesn't understand tiktok
2: yeah, you can, go, you can go live for – I don't know if there's a limit. Like, I've seen okay, people okay. go live for a long time. But, okay, uh, so
0: it's just a live – you can just do a live stream. Okay, yep. mm-hmm. gotcha. Cool.
2: And then But just it's catch- kind of – what's cool is that you can link them, though. Like, so, mm-hmm. so they go live, you go live, and then there's a link function, and you can send an invite, and you can both be live at the same time. The one thing oh, that's, like, frustrating is now you have two different uh, chats – So like if I'm linked with Ben, I have my chat and my viewers and he has his chat and his viewers and I can't see them. Mm. So I wish they would, I wish they would integrate those somehow. Interesting. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. I know like Instagram has a similar thing where you can go live with people. Facebook is supposed to, but I never use Facebook on mobile, so I don't know how that works. I think it's a mobile only thing. So I've never had too much experience with that and I don't think I've ever seen anybody go live on TikTok but uh, yeah I'll have to check it out sometime. Yeah. Um and I know you said it earlier but hey hey Jesse since uh, you you've got some you've got some uh, momentum going over on
2: TikTok how do people find you over there? You can find me at nerdsounds.com but it's all spelled out so it's nerdsounds the word dot and com. Cool. Awesome, and you can watch me destroy some uh, action figure boxes. I've got a whole series of that going on. It's, uh, you know, you know, like it's not my proudest moment, but outraged, <laughs> outraged outrage somehow gets follows. You know? <laughs> you know, like the funniest thing, Harlem Knight sent me a message earlier today. Harlem Knight was in our Twitch chat earlier, mm-hmm. and uh, he did a duet reaction video of me destroy of me backing up over. <laughs> In my car, backing up over uh, a a Batman box. And uh, he duetted it, you know, in order to make that reaction video. And it's like one of his most viewed videos now. Wow. (laughs) So, I mean, say what you want. I may be a horrible monster, but I get results. Mm -hmm. You're like,
0: I can't think of a less or of a more updated reference. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go '90s. Uh, you're like the Jerry Springer of the toy collector world right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's much more timely because my brain was like was like coffee's for closers. <laughs> <laughs> I went I, I went Glen Gary Glen Ross because I'm an old man <laughs> who, who appreciates Jack Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Okay. Uh. What do I? I, I don't think I have anything. Uh, hey, podcast listeners. Uh, Maybe by the time this hits the podcast feed, last week's episode will be out. As of right now, last week's stream has not hit the podcast feed yet. I've just been busy this week and probably working on stuff I don't need to be. But, yeah, I've been busy. So, my bad. Um, The Loki streams, though, I'm definitely going to push these out quick because it's <laughs> so rare that we get to talk about something so timely. Yeah. Um, that said, thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks, future people, for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this, check us out at GrowlixPodcast.com. It's G R A W L I X Podcast.com. We do this every Thursday at 8 30 p.m. Central Time. And uh, it's 8. We go live at 8 because if we start saying we go live at 8 30, we're not going to hit the stream till 9. So, <laughs> right. Yes. Read between the lines. You'll figure out what time we go live. And that's it. Take it easy, everybody. Bye-bye. Have a good weekend.
2: <laughs> Have a good one. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Grolux Nights, the Grolux Podcast live show. Be sure to check out our weekly live streams available at GrawlixPodcast.com slash live. Currently, we stream Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. For links, once again, go to GrawlixPodcast.com slash live. start buying toys just to
2: destroy the boxes I I probably will yeah. <laughs> I may have already <laughs>